lastly, our daughters, Natalia, Gianna, and Bianca. Um, you know, I, <laughs> I, I, I hope that tonight is not, you know, you guys know that, you know, if you do the work, you work hard enough, dreams come true. You know that, we all know that. But hopefully what you get from tonight is the understanding that um, those times when you get up early and you work hard, those times when you stay up late and you work hard, those times when you don't feel like working, you're too tired, you don't want to push yourself, but you do it anyway. Um, that is actually the dream. That's the dream. It's not the destination, it's the journey. And if you guys, if you guys can understand that, then what you'll see happen is that you won't accomplish your dreams. Your dreams won't come true. Um, something greater will. And uh, if you guys can understand that, then I'm doing my job as a father. Thank you guys so much. I love you. Mamba out. Mamba out. Yeah. Yes. Bit of a somber episode this week, Mash. Oh, yeah, yep. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Uh, It's going to be a weird one for us. I know. Um, And look, and I'll come right out and say it that, oh, fucking hell, last, the very last podcast we did, um, I attacked Kobe uh, saying that there'd be three um, women that could play in the NBA right now. And I said the words, he will do anything to remain relevant. <laughs> and I didn't mean for you to go this far, Kobe. <laughs> I did not mean for this to happen. Yeah. You know, as, as haters. Yeah. We, there's two types of hate. There is. You hate people that get attention for not really deserving it. Yep. And you hate people because they're just the fucking best. More successful than yeah, you. Yeah. And that's, that's right. And this, this is where the confusion comes in. So I, I like, oh, he put a post, uh, post. Oh, I, hang on. Before I don't say, don't say more successful than us because we'd hate fucking everyone. everyone. Well, I do. <laughs> I hate on everyone. He's got a nice car. Why he got a nice but car? You just, you just hate someone just because you couldn't even picture yourself being at that level. Yeah. You know, you could picture yourself being an NBA player if you really put the yards in. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's, and look, it's pure jealousy. Yeah. And, and, look, and that's where, it, that's the difference in that kind of, uh, form of hate, and I put mm. up a post on Facebook this week, well, yesterday when when it was announced that Kobe had passed away. That look, I'd been a Lakers hater and Kobe hater for so long. Not that it, I didn't respect his game or thought he was a shit player. He's mm. like easily in the top ten, probably top seven, six. We should probably run through that one of these days. But yeah. um, no, skills wise, game wise, he's one of the best of all time. I just hate the fact that he used to shit on Portland every time. <laughs> um, so it was a, a really mixed day. Yesterday, um, I, when I first heard the news, I was like, oh my God, I can't believe it. And then I actually felt quite emotional most of the day. And mm. I'm thinking, and I thought to myself, fuck, I used to hate this dude because he, he killed us in the game of basketball. But then this happens and this is just huge. And it was obviously devastating. And we're going to do a bit of a Kobe uh, special event tonight. Yep. I believe. So what's on the agenda, mate? Well, so Kobe's died. Yep. In a helicopter accident crash. Mm-hmm. On the way to his daughter's basketball basketball game or basketball tournament yeah. that his daughter's playing at, it's like a tournament slash camp, I think. So yeah. what happened was there was a few games on. His daughter was playing, and then he was going to do a bit of a camp too with yeah. the kids, I think. Um, and there was, you know, there's so much fallout for this. Obviously, we, we're going to talk about Kobe and Gianna, but obviously there were seven other people on the on the mm. on the uh, helicopter, so it's affected a lot of different people. I even saw a a picture of the people and the kids that were at the camp waiting for Kobe to turn up. And yeah. then they get the news, you know, it's just, it is, it's one of those moments and a lot of people always say to you, especially most recently, or when I say recently in the last 20 years, where were you when Princess Diana died or where were you when 
9-11 happened. You know, it's not to that kind of scale. Luckily, we were in Australia. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And we were nowhere near those accidents. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But, you know, this is, this is for, especially for a, a basketball fan oh, or yeah. even sports fan or even popular culture fan, this is up there. Yeah. This is up there. So, how did you find out the news, Mash? Um, I think it was from the other basketball group. Yeah. Group. I think yeah. Gibbsy put it up. So, this is true. Yeah. I, yeah, then I Googled it. And then, yeah. Yeah, I um I've got a one and a half year old son who wakes up at the crack of dawn every morning, and he woke up at five o'clock yesterday morning, and um I checked my phone to see what time it was because he was f- screaming and fucking crying, carrying on. I saw all these notifications popping up uh, from Twitter from all these guys that I follow, mm. and it was only it only been TMZ broke the news, and it only been about three or four minutes since they posted. So all all these like beat writers were saying this can't be true. Has is there any legitimate sources yet and it was TMZ saying um, there's been a helicopter crash in Los Angeles uh, Kobe Bryant is feared among the dead and because it was TMZ and I'm thinking TMZ they're, yeah. the, they're the fucking trash bags that wait out the front of the Viper room for, for one of the Kardashians <laughs> to come out and fucking spew up or something you let's know. record River Phoenix dying yeah not exactly <laughs> just like tabloid media I was yeah. like oh, look, I'm not going to trust this for you know for any authenticity just yet so what I did was, being the guy that obviously breaks all the NBA news first, I went to uh, Woj's Twitter um, handle. Yep. I refreshed Twitter, I think, two or three times. Nothing, nothing, nothing. And then the third or fourth time I refreshed it, there was uh, Woj's announcement about 10 minutes after TMZ. And, man, it was it was just – I just couldn't believe it, especially considering the night before LeBron had passed him on the all-time points list. Yeah. And that afternoon on ESPN, I was watching all this, like um, – they were doing retroactive stuff about Kobe yesterday. I mean, the day before he died. Yep. Like saying, oh, this is what he's done with his career. And they do all this kind of stuff. And he even had a quote. So they already had the package together. Yeah. It was like, <laughs> yeah, they, they foresaw it. Yeah, exactly. Um, so it was, it's just really, really surreal. Right. Really surreal. Well, what's Kobe moment? Kobe moment that comes to mind. Chip? Uh, there's a couple. Um, the one that hurts the most. Dose? <laughs> Dose. Dose mementos? There is. Dose mementos. <laughs> Um, the one that, that comes to mind first is one that hurts me the most as a Portland uh, fan. Mm-hmm. Uh, I was on the way to their first um, title together, him and Shaq. Uh, they defeated Portland in Game 7 of the Western Conference Finals. Portland took a 20-point lead into the final quarter, I think it was. That doesn't mean much anymore, does it? No. Um, back then, it kind of still did. Mm. These days, in the three-point happy era, it doesn't. So, it was a massive choke job by Portland but it it all come from uh, Shaq and Kobe and the moment that sticks out is that crossover at the top of the key runs in and and throws that lob to Shaq oh yeah yeah um, which is pretty iconic um, which then sent them into the finals and they they won their first title against Indiana I think it was that year in the finals Mm. the other one that sticks out um, uh, I had only recently seen, and this is just before his death, actually. I saw a replay last year ESPN had of his 81-point game. Yeah. And I never saw that live when it happened. And I I, I didn't go back, because back then, obviously, I hated him, because he yeah. used to fucking hate, he used to kill Portland all the time. So I was like, <laughs> fuck this dude. And I just thought he might have lived at the line that night. Like, he just had like 50 free throws. I didn't bother to look. But I saw the footage of that a year ago, and he hit some fucking shots that yeah. game. Yeah. Um, yeah, they fed him, and yeah, he he ate, and he was a bit of a garbage guts with his shots. But fuck, eighty-one points is a massive accomplishment. Yeah, nineteen away. Hey, nineteen away. Yeah, from hundred. Yeah, it's it's incredible, and and I think he checked out still with 
they were up by about 20 against Toronto that game. And he still, there's still like three minutes left in the game. So he probably could have got to about 90. Um, yeah, fuck. But they, they, I just think they went, oh, we better not run this up too much. So <laughs> Too much? Yeah, I know. 81's enough. <laughs> yeah, 81's yeah. believable. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> How about yours? What's your Kobe moment? Oh, I, I love the, the Matt Barnes, no flinch. Yeah. Mate, they show angles of that, even from the top, and people saying, oh, it wasn't straight at his face. Going, fuck off, man. Fucking close <laughs> enough. I'm blinking. Yeah. <laughs> I'm moving my head. Yeah. And you just got to think, he must be part, like, on the spectrum, like, autistic. There's some sort of yep. disability for him not to react. I know. That's just otherwise, not, you're just fucking cold-blooded. It's not just... That's not a, a normal human reaction. No, no, exactly. And like you said, there was all that conspiracy that... Because um, of that one angle, it shows it looks like it's right in his face. And yeah. Said, oh, well, it wouldn't have been, you know, it's a camera angle. And like you said, there's that above angle. Yeah. And it was right near the side of his face. Yeah, like, yeah. it was still in his vision. The You've, ball was... Yeah. You need to react. Yeah. And he didn't even fucking blink. No. So that said a lot about Kobe, yeah. No, I love that. Yeah. I mean, realistically, most of his game was scoring points. Yep. You know? So there's not really many games that stand out to me. It's just those cold-blooded moments. And the one we were talking about before, where Lou Will posted. Oh, fuck, that's so funny. (laughs) Who'd they lose to? Portland. (laughs) So that was, I think it was. That's how bad your team is. He takes his shoes. Yeah, that was, um, that was in his, I think it was in his last year. I think it was in the final season. It was was definitely in his tantrum stage. That was the fine, that was the funniest story that came out of his death was, um, all these players come out and they gave all these emotional monologues and all these emotional, like, he was the man. I looked up to him and that's all well and good. But the best story that came out was that Lou Will one where, um, Lakers went to Portland Portland blew him out by I think 20 something mm. and in the locker room after the game he went around to every single player that wore Kobe's that night and took their shoes and said you motherfuckers are too soft you don't deserve to wear my shoes and there's some poor rookie going man I paid cash for this <laughs> that's <laughs> my whole month's check no, that's all good he's either give it to my mum or buy some new Kobe's and yeah. I thought I'd treat myself yeah Jordan Clarkson was a rookie and he was a second round pick so he's probably got no cash going fuck yeah you'd still feel bad if Kobe goes Nah, you keep him, Brad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, no, I'm part of the team, Kobe. Take my shoes. Yeah, nah. Yeah. It's um, <laughs> nah. but it's been a strange week. It's been an incredible week to see something like that happen. It, it's a for an NBA fan that is the Princess Diana moment. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. Where you just think you remember where you were. It, it's I think I mentioned it to to you as well. But you know, waking up to that news and not realizing it's real or mm. true, not trusting the news source that it was coming from. Until the Woj bomb dropped. Until the Woj bomb dropped, and then, yeah, fuck, incredible. So out of that, there's a few interesting things. Yep. First of all, Shaq brought up a good point. He was saying how he'd really like to know who was who he was going to get him get at the Hall of Fame to introduce him. Yep. You know, they choose who they yeah. receive their award from. Yep. Uh, the award, sorry. Yep. So we'll never see that. No. It's a bit of a bummer. Yeah. And um, I think his speech would have been interesting, man. So he... Mimic Jordan in nearly every facet of his game. Oh, um, that's what Kellerman's brought up a good point. I hate those guys, but he yep. did bring up a good point. Yep. He's saying everyone tries to be their own their own guy because no one wanted to be like Jordan. Yep. Where Kobe goes, no, no, fuck it, I can be like Jordan. Yeah, and <laughs> like, almost was better than yeah, him. Yeah, almost. Yeah, like, exactly. Jordan, still a step above in my opinion. Yeah, yeah. And I think in a lot of other metrics and, I mean, he won more championships as well. But um, to mimic the best that will ever do it, Mm. And be an almost identical replica shows how fucking good he was. Even in the ballpark, you got to be proud of that. Yeah, but where he differed from Jordan, um, Jordan to this day in his fifties, or he might even be sixty by now. Jordan, I think, is yeah, he, I in know. his late fifties, I think. He's still a cunt. Look, he's a <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> I shouldn't say the c word, yeah, yeah. but he is just a he's just a arrogant, arrogant, 
um, and like I idolise the dude for what he's done. But he's he's a, a a bristling person with a chip on his shoulder the whole time. Yeah, and it has even been like that post career. Mm. We haven't seen a whole lot of him being nurturing to his children and things like that. I'm sure there's some of that that goes on. Whereas the difference between Kobe and Jordan was Kobe in his next facet of life, which he didn't get to really do. He showed that he was a really good father. He was an mm. incredible family person. Well, he only wanted to go back to basketball. He only went back and watched because his daughter Gigi wanted to watch exactly. NBA games. Yeah, yeah. Like he, he made some vow to himself yeah. that when he's retired, he didn't want to be the guy that every week was turning up to Lakers games and have everyone clap yeah. him. And he's like, I don't want that glory. I've done my time. I've finished. Yeah. And for the first year that he didn't, that he after retirement, he didn't get any games mm. at all. To avoid the spotlight, but until his daughter was like, "Oh, I want to go see these. I want to see Luca. I want to go see Trey. All these other guys." So. Mind you, if you really didn't wanted to stay at the spotlight, he'd sit up the back. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, get a corporate box or something yeah, like that like with a tinted window. Yeah, Dad, I want to go see some NBA games. Oh, okay, yeah, we're going fucking front row or nothing. <laughs> yeah, that's it. Yeah, that's it. I'm getting all yeah. the perks. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I exactly. played twenty years here. Do you reckon you'd pay for his seats? No, no, no way. <laughs> Which is so funny, and I think about this all the time with these wealthy sports people and wealthy people in general. That they're the ones that get the most free shit as well. Yeah, like they've got the most cash, the most collateral, and yet they get everything laid yeah. on. So it's kind of unfair. But I'd anyway. like to see the StubHub seat pricing of the seats next to him. Oh yeah, you know, imagine how they skyrocket if they knew Kobe was going. Exactly. To the game. Yeah. Uh, so they're. Uh, 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 two thousand dollars a seat. Oh, Kobe's coming. They're five thousand. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yes. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Um, apparently, going to retire two seats as well at Staples for him and Gigi. Really? Apparently, well, I read somewhere that'd that be nice. The two two of the seats they generally would sit at are now going to be. Um, they're going to make special seats uh, as yeah. memorial seats for those two. So, oh, yeah. that'd be cool. Yeah. Talking about Jordan and Kobe, you always have the third one there, LeBron. Mm-hmm. So you're saying Jordan was bristling, like just. Chipping his shoulder the whole time. Yep. Kobe's competitor, but he focuses on the thing on the thing he's trying to be best at. So for that part of his life, it was basketball. For this part of his life, it's being a dad. Yep. Girl dad. Yep. Mm, <laughs> yep. Um, I feel sorry for boy dads. What are they fucking doing? Yeah, I know. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> what about a pigeon pair dad? <laughs> exactly right. Look, oh, we are. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and then there's that fuckhead LeBron, mm. just monetizing every move he makes. Yeah, and I'm going to sound like a complete arsehole. No, nah, I hated him as well. Yeah. That speech was fake. Yes, I'm glad you bring that up because um, I consider myself a reasonably good uh, reader of body language. Mm. I can, I've got a pretty good bullshit detector. Yeah, and um, I'm sure. Look, I'm sure Bron was devastated. A lot of the reason he went to the Lakers was because of Kobe. Because mm. um, Kobe was his mentor coming up through as well, and they've had a lot of um, essentially like he Kobe was that generation's Jordan. Yeah, so wouldn't you want to play with him? Yeah, well, if you loved him that much, exactly. Obviously, he didn't want to play with him because you know why? Because Kobe was demanding as a yeah. teammate. You know, actually, I'm just going to go on a bit of a, segue? Bit of a tangent here. Yeah, segue. Um, I, no one's has anyone seen how Dwight Howard has reacted to this? Because the first time Dwight Howard went to the Lakers, remember the year they got Dwight Howard, Steve Nash, and Kobe. Mm. Steve Nash was over the hill, but they were hoping to squeeze another good year out of him. Yeah. And when they got Dwight Howard, he was coming out of Houston and still was seen as being one of the best centers in the league. Mm. So everyone thought that threesome would make another title run. But they got swept in the first round by somebody. I can't remember who it was. And Kobe, notoriously that year, ripped shreds off Dwight the whole year. And to the point where Dwight almost had a breakdown and said, fuck this, I'm out. I'm leaving. So, And now Dwight's back at the Lakers. He was playing on some weird contract like a... 
Um, yeah, it's really incentivized. Incentivized yeah. and like month by month and all that yeah. kind of shit. So I, I actually, I was meant to have a look and see if there was any report on what Dwight Howard said. And I haven't seen anything because I reckon deep down Dwight's probably going, "Oh fuck you, then man," because you treated yeah, me like shit. Because they, I don't think there was any love lost there. No. Um, but as far as the bronze reaction, um, I'm sure initially there was a lot of shock. But he, the thing with Bron is he always knows there's a camera on him. And, yeah. and that means he and he puts up this kind of facade, and a lot of people fall for it. Yet, me and, and yourself, and a lot of people I've spoken to, and a lot of people I've seen online, kind of see through a lot of it. Yeah. So the thing I hated about that speech was before the Lakers home game um, the other day against Portland, he comes out and he's got. I'd like to see what those what those pieces of paper said. I bet you there was fucking nothing on it. Yeah. So he goes, "Oh, I was going to read off these, but." Oh, your Lakers fans deserve something from the heart. What is it? Lakers family? Lakers? Yeah, Lakers family. Or something. Lakers nation. Lakers nation, that's it. You deserve something from the heart and slams down these pieces of paper. Yeah. I guarantee you there was nothing on there. Yeah. It was just a prop. And it seems so forced and unnatural and insincere um, that it kind of it took me out of that whole speech. Like, everything yeah. he then started yeah. saying, I'm like, dude, you, you're fishing for not so much sympathy, but you're trying to make out that you're the one that's been the most affected by this, but then try and spread it across the family as well. Like it, it's it's a it was an odd. It bothered me. Yeah, it, I just didn't it didn't read as true to me. Yeah, I'm getting a lot of feedback on Twitter and um, Instagram about the same thing. Yeah, so was I. And I thought I thought when I saw that I thought I'm being a judgmental prick. <clears throat> I thought I'm being too pessimistic, cynical. Mate, but then a lot of people seem to think the same thing. Um, and it's interesting on Instagram and Twitter that that the Bryants don't follow LeBron. Ah, uh, there you go. Yeah, he's a big time diva. Yeah, I think he would have been too much work as a close friend for Kobe. Yep, like just you know, he's he's a bit of a cornball. He's a bit of a corny dude. Yeah. <laughs> um, and the other thing that has kind of um kind of interests me and, and kind of the cynic in me has been a bit. Uh, iffy with all week has been the almost one-upmanship by each of the old former players about their relationship with Bron. So yeah. they get interviewed and say, "Oh, Trace McGrady, he got interviewed the day after, and he was crying and stuff like that." Which is, you know, fair enough. Mm. I don't don't doubt that. But he said something along the lines, "This is on the jump, no one had a connection to Kobe like I did." And then, <laughs> like, as if to say, I was his best best friend. Yeah. And then I heard, um, like, LeBron said something similar, and I'm sure Kobe was good friends with all these dudes, but it's almost as if. In passing, um, it's almost like okay, the Nirvana effect when yeah. Kurt Cobain yeah, died, yeah, yeah. and then he died, and then all these people kind of whooping say, "Oh, I fucking like them when they first released Bleach. Yeah. I was with them. <laughs> I liked them in '89 before Smells I Like Teen Spirit. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's that one-upmanship of oh, no, 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 Kobe and I were tighter. Yeah, and it was that happened all week. The the, the little um, stories that I like seeing are the ones like Lou Will or um, Matt Barnes that had these little stories like, hey, we went super tight. We, we were friends. But he did this funny thing. Yeah, yeah. You know, that exactly, was the yeah. sh- and that rings true because yep. that's honest. Yeah, Not this like one-upmanship where uh, the only guy that really could have sold that would be Shaq and he yeah. almost downplayed it. Yeah, he did. Hey? He, he looked w- really... Yeah. He was absolutely sincere, I, f- I thought. And it was interesting to see um, the first interview of him after he died where they said, what happened? Where were you when, when you found out? He goes, I was downstairs in the gym, probably he's got a fucking 10-story oh, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. fucking building and his son Sharif came down and and showed him his phone saying, Dad, what's this? And it was the TMZ report and Shaq told him, he said, I told him to fuck off. Get that shit out of my face. Get that shit out of my face. Yeah. That's bullshit. It's, lo- it's, you know, it's TMZ. Don't, yeah, yeah. don't listen to it. 
And then a couple of minutes later, he's like, no, Dad, Woj. And, and that's when Shaq was like, what the fuck? Well, it, I was looking further into that afterwards. Um, Kobe used to message Shaq's son, Sharif. Yes. Like every now and then. Yes. He messaged him that morning, said, yeah. hey, fam, how you doing? Yeah, exactly. And so he replied. When he replied, by the time he replied, he's already dead. He'd gone. Yep. Yeah. And that's like fucking shivers. That's Yeah. And like Sharif. And had- so Shaq, Shaq didn't damn plan that. He goes, last, pers- last person my son messaged, or last person Kobe messaged was Thingo, according to the timeline. Yeah, exactly. And that's yeah. and that's not bullshit either. That's, no, that's... and that's um, Sharif's actually recently. He was a highly ranked prospect, but he I think he had heart surgery or something. He had yeah. something wrong with him, and which is jeopardizing his future career. He's he would just come good. Uh, he might be, but yeah. it's still something oh, yeah, that's okay. a bit iffy. Um, he hasn't played any college ball yet. Um, but despite their rift midway through their careers, which split up the Lakers in the last few years, they've reconciled and they've become real tight again. Mm. So. Um, the O'Neill family and the Bryant family used to always hang out. So the one dude that I really trust in that scenario as far as being legitimately close was Shaq. Yeah. And I thought what all the words he said and everything he said was really um, sincere Yeah, and, and rung true. But a lot of these other dudes, it's almost like, oh, no, 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 I knew him better. Oh, I knew him first. Mm. Oh, he was my best friend. It was almost like a competitiveness. I know yeah. they're competitive athletes. So huh. now they're trying to... Oh, man, it's just a fame... It is, isn't Fame it? Grab, Did yeah. you notice that as well? Yeah, I thought it was disgusting. Oh, some of the stuff that's but, coming but out. But the media feed it off them. They're the ones asking questions. They're not going out saying, I knew this guy the best. Yeah, it's true. Not obviously. So yeah. they're sitting around a table with fucking Kellerman and Stephen A. Smith and these wankers. Even yeah. Stephen A. Smith saying he knew him well. Yeah, I know. Like, he knows everybody well. Hell. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Oh, he, um, yeah, he says something like, oh, Kobe used to ring me every Sunday night and all this kind of bullshit. Like, come on. Are you for well, real? Hey. There's a million people he could be contacting every week. I'm pretty sure it wouldn't be Stephen A. And even if he did, you'd like to think you're classy enough not to join that argument. Exactly. And what do you need to bring that up? Yeah. You could say something like, you know what? We we kept in contact regularly. Yeah. He was a really good friend. Yeah. But he's not your fucking friend, mate. You're not going over there, (laughs) keeping in touch, getting on, going on boys weekends with him, you know? It's just... Yeah. It was a real... That outpouring of grief brought out the best and worst in people, I thought. And then you had people like Iverson who wore the the um, Kobe's championship shirt to the next game he went to. Oh, really? So he wore the championship that Kobe get, got beating him. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> that, that's that's pretty cool tribute. And Iverson's tribute was really good as well. So yeah. that was another really good story. Did you see that one? No. So um, probably my second favorite behind the Lou Will fucking <laughs> shoe stealing debacle was um, Iverson and Kobe were drafted the same year. Yep. By the way, fucking awesome draft class. That mm. was Steve Nash as well. Like that fucking year ripped. That yep. was an incredible year of of, um, of um, talent. Um, it was the first, the only um, trip to LA for Philly. And um, Philly flew in the day before the game. And um, Iverson's a renowned party animal. Oh, and yeah, going to yeah, the, yeah, yeah. going yep. to strip clubs and yep. shit like that. So um, Kobe said, hey, man, let's go for dinner. And I was like, yeah, cool. So they went out for dinner. And it was like 10 o'clock at night. And um, Kobe dro- uh, dropped him back at the hotel. And, and I was like, what are we doing? Yeah, and Kobe's like, "No, what are you doing?" And, and I was like, "Oh, fuck me, I'm going to the club, man." Yeah, yeah. And fuck, I'm in LA, I'm getting money. You know? Yeah. And he's like, "What are you doing?" And Kobe's like, oh, "I'm going to the gym, at <laughs> two o'clock in the morning." And yeah, I was yeah. like, "Cool, see you, dude." <laughs> yeah. yeah. And, and basically, Iverson said, and this another dude that and this is why I love Iverson. This is probably why he's my favorite all-time player. Mm. Is he kept it real? Yeah, yeah. He said basically that is the reason why he's got five championships and I've got none. Yeah. I loved basketball. I didn't. Love it like he did. Yep. You know, so that was another really good um, 
really good statement. Yeah. That was actually, again, not him trying that's, to make out that that's he was... talent, recognising talent. Yeah, yeah exactly. But just a world-class partier and a world-class basketballer. Um, and <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> uh, um, and then there's these fuckwits on Twitter saying, yeah, everyone's getting these uh, things for Kobe, like recognition for Kobe dying and sending their prayers. What about the two servicemen that died in Afghanistan the other day? Uh, Mate. They signed those fucking contracts to go fight, to go point guns at people. That might be pointing guns at them. Kobe didn't fucking yeah. get a pilot's license, did he? Yeah, exactly. Uh, and it's, you know, that that mentality. That's a tragedy. But they're both, I suppose, they're both tragedies. But one's expected. Yeah, exactly. One's not. Yeah, one's in a, in a highly volatile situation. If Kobe was in a helicopter flying around a thousand helicopters, helicopters while they're all shooting at each other, you wouldn't yeah, be surprised, really. Exactly. <laughs> It'd be on the same. It, it's a strange. No, I wouldn't. What the fuck? Where would that happen? It's such a strange. I was trying to do an analogy. It didn't work out. No, it's all right. I, got, I, I know exactly I where you're going. Yeah, yeah. It's such a strange argument, though, man. Because I mean, it is strange. Millions of people die every day. Mm-hmm. You know, in tragic circumstances too, and that doesn't lessen what happens to other people. But the fact is, not everyone knew those two dudes no. who, who died, and that's tragic. But everyone in the world knew Kobe. So, for all for all reports, they um, used to kick animals and spit at babies. Oh, re- the um, like <laughs> like the dead service. Were they, were they in Vietnam? They were bad people. That's terrible. <laughs> <laughs> Did Wojnarowski so report fucking, on that? Was, yes. Was that a Woj bomb? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, that's terrible. <laughs> that's fucking terrible. Uh, hello to all our ex servicemen <laughs> listening. You guys are right. We respect you. Um, but yeah, that, that's a, I did see that. And you know, no, that is that's just virtue signal, signaling. That's being a white knight on fucking internet. Yeah. That's like, well, I'm going to show I'm morally superior. Yeah. And say that fuck off with that. You know. Um, the two opposite ends of the spectrum piss me off in, in this whole whenever a celebrity dies you've got those idiots that try and say well you know that every day three people die in gun violence and mm. blah, blah, blah. It, cool and then the other side of people who become all of a sudden Kobe Bryant completists yeah. and like oh I've loved him forever fucking you know and you think did you? no I don't think you did nah. I don't think you did where's your Lakers jersey? yeah exactly yeah and there's a fair few of those oh actually there. I do have a Lakers jersey do you? remember Jared Hossack? Yes. He went overseas and brought me back like a from Thailand, just this fucking full fake Kobe jersey. And yeah, I was like I was like, Oh, thanks, man. Thanks, man. That's been put on my draw and now both those guys aren't here. No, I know, that's sad, man. Yeah. Um still got the Lakers jersey though. Yeah. You should little memento. Yeah. You should bust it out sometime. Nah, it fits it fits worse than the Starks. <laughs> it's Brian. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, nice. No, uh, it's um, Jersey. Yeah. No, there's been. And then after these sort of things happen, there's the typical overreactions. Oh, um, so we've got the logo changing. Bullshit. Now, Absolute bullshit. What? I got an argument with KK mm-hmm. on Messenger about yeah, this. Yeah, I did see And this. he missed the fucking point. Yep. My point was yep. oh, he's saying if it needs to be changed to anyone, it should be changed to Jordan, regardless of whatever happened. Mm-hmm. Going cool. Yep, yep. My point is, if it's ever going to change, it's going to be something significant that changes it. So now would be the time that it changes. Yep. Um, because, you know, Jerry West drafted Kobe. There's a good alignment there. Yeah. There's tragedy too early. Yep. Um, it's never going to happen. They'll never change the logo. No. Because first they have to admit that it's actually Jerry West. And they'll they? never do that. Because like, <laughs> no, it's royalties. Imagine the, imagine the fucking back payments yeah, that Jerry exactly. West. Exactly. Um, incredible that, well, in this day and age, if, if, if the NBA started now with that logo... Somehow now Jerry Wish would be able to say that is definitely me. Copyright law would somehow 
yeah. get him to... Because, I mean, people can claim likenesses on TV shows, cartoons, and all types of things. And, and the music industry is littered with bass lines and, and riffs that sound similar to other songs. Yeah. So there's that... Um, but I guess when the logo came out, when did that establish? Fuck, I think it was in the 60s. Yeah. Um, copyright law and that kind of um, likeness law wasn't really around. So no. I think Jerry just went, oh, fuck it. That's obviously me, but fuck it. They're yeah. not going to admit it. Who cares? But like you said, if they changed it to Kobe, they'd have to pay so much money to the Bryant family. Yeah. Which isn't... <laughs> you think Jerry's just slowly getting dirty because he realizes how much he's out now? Oh, absolutely. <laughs> like he's going, fuck, I wish it wasn't me. I know it's me. It's oh, me. No, it's, it's definitely NBA me. NBA is going, no, it's not. Nope. What do you mean? <laughs> Could you be mean? anyone. Jerry who? <laughs> yeah. It's, um, <laughs> it's me, Jerry. <laughs> I get your point, though. It, it would take a really significant moment for it to be changed. Mm. And let's face it, things change eventually. Everything evolves. Um, however, it's such an iconic logo. Yeah. Um, it's gone beyond the person. Yeah. Now yeah. They, it's the logo. Yeah, exactly. There's always a story behind it. But um, interesting story behind that. The guy that designed that logo also designed which other logo? I don't know. Major League Baseball. Very similar. Yeah. Okay. So, the silhouette. <laughs> silhouette, yeah. Yeah. So the NBA's gone, oh, we like that. Yeah, we'll have that. We'll have one of those. <laughs> we'll have one of those. Well, with the bat and everything. No. Because you can't ha- you can't have that one. That's those guys want. Yeah, that. that's that's an t- entirely different game. <laughs> yeah. um, Do you know sports at all? That's but it's easier for Major League Baseball because that's such a generic fucking silhouette. Yeah, that could be anyone swinging yeah, exactly. a fucking bat, man. What would be really funny though is if Do you know the story about Pete Rose in Major League Baseball. No, one of the oh, best head first. Yeah, he was a gung ho head first dude, yeah, but yeah. he was one of the best hitters and like best all round baseballers that has ever graced the earth, but mm-hmm. was in a betting controversy, <laughs> gambling, <laughs> yeah. illegal gambling on, on his own games. Yep. Um, suspicion of, and pretty much proof of him throwing games. So he can never, they will never elect him into the hall of fame. Yep. Um, despite him having historic numbers. Wouldn't it be funny if it was actually him? He's still wet. <laughs> and like, he's like, I oh, fucking know that's me. Yeah. Oh, I know that's me. I know, you know, yeah, <laughs> I know, you know, I know. Ah, there you go. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, and the other good thing that's coming out of it, one of the positive things, um, we played a 24 now, not to 21. Yeah. And if you miss the game, if you miss the, the clincher, you go back to eight. Yeah. I that's... did this with my under 14s. Did ya? Yeah, yeah, on Sunday. It took so long. It would have. Yeah, that's going to be a <laughs> yeah, long yeah. game. And it was, we were outside in court too. Yep. And that's just blowing a gale. <sighs> and and hot. Kids, yeah. The ball's going like a good six to eight <laughs> inches, like in California. Yeah. You can go six to eight inches left to right. Yeah, yeah. Wesley Snipes style on white men can't jump. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Um, oh. that's, that's really cool. I hope that kind of catches on. The thing yeah. I fucking hate, and you're probably going to come up with it in a second, is the changes to the All-Star game. I don't get oh. that. Mate, you need to, I don't know. You need to be a fucking, some kind of mathlete to understand what the hell that is. Aren't they just adding 24 to the score? I, I don't know. They're playing each separate quarter. I should quarter. Google that. They're playing each separate quarter. How I understand it. Oh, yeah. They're playing. Cumulative difference. Yes. Yeah. yeah. You, go. you go. Each different quarter is its own mini game. Up until the fourth quarter, and then they add together their total points from the previous three quarters, and then they play until someone wins by a difference of twenty-four or something. Is that how it is? Yeah, it's, and they add twenty-four to it, and that's what you have to get to. Why that? Oh, this this comes back to the overly pussification, the pussification of the league, mm. right? Why not Kobe Bryant, the ultimate competitor, right? 
why not say to everyone who gets voted into the All-Star game this year, instead of fucking around with mini-games and all this kind of bullshit and all this maths that everyone's kind of confused about, say, hey guys, All-Star game, in tribute to Kobe Bryant, play fucking hard. <laughs> nah, nah, we'll just do this maths thing. <laughs> there hasn't been a decent fucking All-Star game till, since the early 2000s. Mm. Kobe was involved in the last couple of them where he fucking went at Jordan. He and Jordan were going at each other yeah. competitively. Not nasty, but they were fucking playing to win each of those yeah. games, right? That would be his ultimate tribute. Not some fucking pussy little, let's play three mini games and see who wins by 24 and have a big fucking song and dance about it. Go out there and fucking bust some ass. This was their opportunity to change the All-Star game to being like we said a few yeah. podcasts about a concept where, okay, regardless of record at the end of the year. Seeding. Seeding. Uh, yep. uh, home court advantage. Home court, yeah. If East wins, the the number one, the, the team coming out of the Eastern Conference, they will get home court advantage. Mm. Like baseball do. Well, that means so much. Mate, That's why, don't they, gold. why don't they do it? And no one's asking them out to, to go out there and, and fucking tear Achilles and fucking rip their knees up. Oh. But just play. And if you come in last, like if you're from Sacramento, yeah. Darren Fox, you wouldn't give a, a fuck. You wouldn't give a shit. Yeah, but that's the other thing too. But you get guys at the top that'll be dragging your ass along and then guys are going to play if they want to play. Well, as we saw this year with All-Star selections too, two guys that probably should have been there, um, Booker and Beal, they didn't get in. So they're... They're voting. Fuck the voting off. Well, well, that wasn't voting. Voting No, no, but Trey Young got in. Oh, Trey Young. Yeah, that's bullshit. Yeah, because exactly. He's a, he's a fucking punty little yeah. people. Like little kid, oh, little he kids was, he like was Kobe's him. best friend. and oh, oh, I was Deanna's favorite player. Yeah. Oh, he's such a fucking yeah. annoying piece of shit. Um, but the NBA coaches, are, with their um, selections for the bench, are rewarding the good teams. So there's not yeah. a lot of players on the, both rosters that are in struggling teams. Um, in saying that as well, though, uh, it's hard to see who you take out of those benches in the Western Conference team. I know we're diverting from Kobe here. No, that's right. I probably would have added Booker in over Westbrook. Yeah, and definitely. That's me being biased against Westbrook, but uh, I just don't think he does enough. That team revolves around Harden. Like yeah. Westbrook puts up numbers, but they're garbage. Someone numbers. else is going to put them up anyway. Exactly. Like, yeah. yeah, well, Hard, um, Westbrook and, and Harden were out a couple of games ago, and Eric Gordon went for 50. 50. <laughs> so that's a fucking system as yeah, far as I'm concerned. Exactly. Um, so I would have had Booker in a, instead of Westbrook, and Beal, oh, it's hard to say who you'd have in there. Like, I don't want to take away from CP3 because no way. he's been having a ball with the young kids. And I'm on record as saying previously I hated the dude. Yeah. And I still think he's a bit of a slime bag, yeah. but what he's doing this year. He's doing something completely different. I thought. I thought he'd pout and fucking mm. moan and rest every second game, and he's killing it. Yeah, for for OKC, and they're in the seventh seed, so he deserves his spot, as far as I'm concerned. Um, in the East, you know, people were saying, "Oh, Middleton shouldn't be in there," but they got the best record in the league by far. He's a really good second fiddle on yeah. Milwaukee. He deserves his spot, so it's hard to say who. Beal would go in instead of. I yeah, that's right. The East was tricky, and actually, I think there was more omissions from the East. Um, there was guys like um, Freddie Van Vliet. I thought he had. Vliet. Vliet, Vliet, Vliet. I thought he had a had a case. Spencer Dinwiddie had an awesome has had an awesome season. So there's quite a few um, snubs. So there's oh, Devin Booker. He's a textbook type of all star snub. Yeah, absolutely. I think he he's averaging him and him and Beal averaging. Stupid numbers, stupid percentages. Yes. Um, and guys with those percentages never missed out. Yes. And I think it's the first time in history that two guys averaging 27 or 28 points per game missed out mm. on selection. Um, Booker said a few things. Donovan on, Mitchell? 
Yeah. See, he'd be he'd be close to missing out too. I mean, he's yeah. been very good. Um, but that's a team effort, Utah. Um, you got Bojbog, who's killing it there. Cole Lowry. He's probably the guy I'd drop. Fabiel. Fabiel. Yeah. And the reason being is they've already got Siakam. I mean, you've rewarded. Well, Toronto's been rewarded. Yeah. Right? I, know, I know the coaches don't think of this. They're not trying to spread the love, but. Siakam has been rewarded. Cole Lowry has missed a fair chunk of this season with injury as well. Mm. So he hasn't been there all year. That's probably where you'd put Beal, actually. Yeah, I'd probably replace Lowry with, with Beal. If good. anything, I reckon Van Vliet's been better than Lowry. Yeah. So I, I would I would, would have been happy with um, FVV over Lowry. Um, good to see Gobert get in. Yeah. He, I'm tired of him crying. Yeah, same. He took it real hard. Yeah. Um, and Beal took it hard too. His girlfriend went on Instagram and blasted the NBA about him missing out. I don't know how he's too happy about that. Like his, his missus sticking up for him, but yeah. <laughs> Who's the fucking... Talk about blasting people. Who's that fucking rookie that didn't make the... Jackson Hayes? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Fuck the NBA, man. Fuck it, I deserve to be there. No, no you don't. No, you don't. No, not really, <laughs> not man. Not really, man. You've, uh, you... you've, you've been barely playing at times. You had, yeah. He had... The, the highlight from Jackson Hayes' season was in Summer League. He had this massive fucking dunk in Summer League. For, yeah. And then he's been... He's had a couple of okay games. He, no, no. He, he's not a snub for the rookie game. No. Imagine being pissed off about missing out on the rookie game. <laughs> yeah. Fucking hell. And oh. this, again, the pussification of the yeah. NBA. They all think they're fucking someone. But he's going, I'm never fucking apologize. I fucking don't care who sees this. And the next day, apologize for my it's comments I made about the NBA. <laughs> oh, fuck. Yeah. Oh, so I've got the rules here, right? Yep. Um, oh, jeez. What have I done? I've, oh, jeez. No okay. No matter how you explain this, I still won't understand. Yeah, this is more for the people at home. Okay, cool. That might get it. Cool. Because <laughs> I, no, fuck, that, I no just, numbers. I don't. I zone out halfway through it. All right. So the first three quarters, mm-hmm. um, it, it's... Oh, little geez. mini games, basically. Yeah, scores after each of the first three quarters will reset, and the winner of the respective quarter will receive $100,000 to be donated to the charity of its choice. So, what do you mean by reset? So zero. So, at the start of each quarter starts at zero. Yep. Okay. And what does the fourth quarter do? All right. So, at the fourth quarter, you'll get a final target score. Heading into the fourth quarter, each team's points through the first three quarters are combined, mm-hmm. which helps to set the final target score, a new tweak. For 2020. Okay. Uh, the final target score is 24 points added to the point total for the team in the lead. For instance, if the cumu- a cumulative <laughs> if the cumulative score of the first three quarters is 195, yep. the final target score would be set at 124 points. Gotcha. Okay. Cool. I understand that um, So there's no time. There's yep. first two. Okay. Um, so to win the NBA All-Star game, the team with 100 points would need to score 24 points in the fourth quarter before the team with 95 points scores 29 points. Gotcha. No, they've made that sound okay. really hard. The clock will be turned off for the fourth quarter to guarantee a team hits the final target score, thus ensuring the 2020 also game will conclude on a game-winning shot. Okay. That makes it a bit interesting. Game-winning shot. Hmm. Yeah, you need to hit that, that you point. Can, you can still be winning by 15. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, it doesn't make Isn't it. every... That's like fucking saying every game ends with a game-winning shot. <laughs> yeah, true. As when you put it that Am way, I missing yeah. something there? It's pretty... No, it's pretty fucking lame. Yeah. So yeah, if, if they if they start off the fourth quarter with their hundred to ninety five, no, yeah, yeah, I'll get yeah, and then the other team could score no points. They just go twenty four and zero run game winning shot. Damn, that's it. <laughs> that's it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, that's not. Oh my goodness. Yeah, they've they've botched that. What the NBA they've tried too hard. They have tried too hard to do something quirky in honor of Kobe. It's just ah, oh, it's just 
It doesn't even honour him. That's no. what just using it, 24. Judging by how he was and and how he was at least in the media, and he would think surely he would think that's fucking stupid because he was a yeah. One thing about him as well that I that I have respected now that he's finished killing Portland is he was a historian. Yeah, he, he appreciated the history of the game, and he he looked up to the the former players and all that kind of stuff and, and, and respected the integrity of the game. He would look at something like this surely if he was still alive and think. That's just fucking unnecessary. Yeah, what the fuck are you doing? That's just stupid. Let's just play basketball. Yeah, here's, here's an odd thing to do. Yeah, <laughs> let's play basketball. No, that's that's a that's one of the worst takes to come out of it. Oh, isn't it? Yeah, um, NBA. Oh, really, this is so angry. Uh, NBA really fucked up on that one. <sighs> well, what? I don't want to move on from Kobe, but yeah, we sort of have to. Yeah, yeah, rip Kobe. Yep. Um. Oh, fuck him. He's gone. What about Hoops rumours? Derek Rose? Everyone's trying to chase him for some reason. Oh. Lakers are still chasing him. What are we doing, what are we doing now? Are we doing... Just some rumours. Okay. Are we rumors. doing some trade rumours? Yeah. Okay. Um, there's been a few developments. So, obviously, the trade deadline is this Thursday, I believe. Yeah. Which I th- it's very exciting. Yeah. Is that Thursday their time? Which would be Wednesday, which is only two days away for us. Yeah, yeah. So, we can do a Thursday... And we'll go over the trade hype. Yeah, yeah. Excellent. Hopefully um, something happens because we're not going to have anything to talk about if well, nothing happens. It's weird. It's really weird for it me. It is weird. I, I think it's a lot quieter than I thought. I might be surprised. And th- this is the thing too, and we've said this before on the show, is that when trade rumors reach the media, um, a lot of the insiders like what Woj has said this as well. Once you hear a rumor get leaked, that means that trade room is almost it's dead. Dead. Almost yeah. dead because it's they've allowed that information to come out. Yep. Um, and most times when trades happen, the, the only obvious ones in recent time for, for me are the Anthony Davis to the Lakers one. Everyone yep. knew there was a mutual uh, attraction there. Mm. The Lakers wanted him. He wanted the Lakers. So everyone knew something would happen there. And Kevin Love to Cleveland when Bron wanted that third, everyone yeah. knew that Kevin Love would eventually get there. But other than that, most times when there's a big trade go down... The player getting moved isn't a surprise, but where he ends up sometimes is. Yeah, okay. Yep. Yeah. So, um, and I'm not noticing, there's a lot of rumors out there at the moment, but a lot of them aren't really um, strong rumors as far as I'm concerned. Yeah. Well, the- take D'Lo, for example. Yeah. I've heard a few things about him. One is um, Gold State wasn't going to trade him until they saw how he went with Curry. Yeah. Yep. But in my mind, Curry can be playing now. Yeah. Well, he's. I don't think he's a fucking liar. Yeah, I, I, I think he's just been held out. Yeah, he is, man. Absolutely. Yeah. There was footage of him recently. I think when they were in Boston a few days ago, of him just like shooting. What he does is he does a shot from the free three line and steps back to the three point yeah, line. Yeah. and goes halfway and then three quarter court. It, does, it takes like a step back. Yeah, and if he makes misses it, goes back to the start. But he switched them all. Going. Yeah, so yeah. someone in the pregame were up in the yeah. bleachers videotaping him mm. when he didn't think anyone was. was taping him and he hits like seven shots in a row that end mm. back to like three quarter court yeah. and swishing them he can fucking play now yeah. but they're just like the season's lost fuck it have a year off um, so you hear that and then they're saying projecting um, Curry to come back from rest yeah. in March so they're not going to wait for, to see what how D'Lo plays with Curry D'Lo so the other side of it is that there's a few teams that want him really bad so Minnesota wants him yeah because he's Cat's boy yeah. So the only way that would work salary wise and team wise would that have to send Wiggins for him. Um, and to be honest, man, that's a fairly, uh, that's a believable trade in my eyes. 
D'Lo's a good shooter. Is he an all-star again this year? No. Yeah. Um, and it's amazing what playing on a shit team does for you. It is. Oh, unless you're Booker. Exactly. Yeah, and Beal. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, D'Lo, terrible defensively. Terrible. Yeah. And as much as we used to marvel at Golden State hitting all those threes and being an offensive powerhouse, they won on... They were a fucking great defensive team. Yeah. Like had Iguodala, um, Draymond, all those guys. Livingston. Um, and Clay Thompson, incredible um, defensive player. <sighs> you know? so we're not talking about Clay. <laughs> yeah. No, you hate him. But that's what they... Everyone looked at the flashy threes, but they were a good defensive team. He D-Lo kind of sticks out like a sore thumb with them because he just wouldn't fit that culture. So I think he's... The rumor that... Or the, the conspiracy theory that he has been bought on board as a trade chip, I think rings true. Yeah. Um. If he goes to Minnesota, it would have to be for someone like Wiggins, who isn't great defensively either, but he would fit into the team better because once Clay and, and Curry come back, D'Lo's a sixth man. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And he's getting 100,000, 100 million on his contract. Like, you don't want a guy getting paid that much coming off the bench. Yep. So I think someone like Wiggins makes sense. The thing is with, with Golden State, they've reloaded much like the uh, uh, idiot savant in our team, where he's kind of tanking <laughs> this year, but next year he's going to be a force. Yeah. Right? In our, our fancy league. He thinks he is. Well, well, he's got a fucking few good players. Anyway, um, the thing with Golden State is no Clay, no Curry this year. Draymond's going to play every second game, whatever. But if they get the number one pick and they get someone, or number two pick, they get someone like Wiseman, that guy that started off. Oh, yeah. Like, yeah. registered. He's a seven-footer who's like Cat. Like everyone's saying, you've got to get Cat. This other dude can, he has a lot of similar skill set to Cat. Mm-hmm. Um you get him, you get Draymond back, you get Clay back, you get Curry back, and then you get someone like Wiggins. That's starting five. Fuck, we're looking at another Golden State yeah. dynasty again. You know, they've taken one year and then fucking reloaded. So, um, yeah, I think D'Lo doesn't really fit in there. I think he'll get moved. Yeah, it doesn't make sense. The other weird one too, and we said before the show, was I don't understand Houston's in, in, seemingly um, persistence in trying to trade Capella. They are yeah. seemingly determined to fuck him off. Um, he's the only type of center that would work in their system. Just a pure rim runner. Yeah. I'll grab a rebound, a block a shot, that, and I'll just run a straight line. He must just fucking run a straight... He does. He just runs a straight line. Back and forwards, back and forwards. Catch a lob, go and block a shot. He's perfect <laughs> for their system. But they want to fuck him off. And the talk is... And this is from why... Is that because they think they'll have to pay too much for him next year? Maybe. I think... I don't know if he's expiring or whether they've re-upped him. I, think, I thought they re-upped him recently. Yeah. Um, but he, he also might have an um, uh, option as well. Oh, yeah. Um, and a lot of these rumors that come out, they come out from dubious sources, but when Woj says there's rumors, you know that obviously yeah. where there's Woj smoke, there's fire. And he came out today and said that three Eastern Conference teams are really pushing hard to get Capella and Houston are very open to sending him. The one team he name-checked as far as I saw was Atlanta. Mm. Um, and what he kind of said and what he alluded to, he was on the jump as well, um, about what Atlanta was sent back. They're just th- more three-point shooters. Yeah. Like, that's all Houston want. They want like, guys like Kevin Herter, um, either either Cam Reddish or Hunter, which I don't think Atlanta would want to give up two no. young guys. Probably send back a <clears throat> dumpy center like Alex Len just so Houston have a fucking center on the roster. <laughs> Do they need one? Well, they started PJ Tucker at center. Yeah, he's he's six foot five. Didn't they play someone? They played a quarter without anyone over six foot six. They something like that. There's some stupid stat like that. I got up early and watched that game against New Orleans this morning. They, yeah. they played before Super Bowl. There was an entire the entire because Capella was out with a sore heel. Yeah. The entire fourth quarter, they had five guards on the floor. Not one fucking dude stood in the paint. 
that was five out, five outside the three-point line. It was dribble, dribble, dribble. I'll try and jack a three. If I'm guarded well, I'll just kick it to the next guy. It was just, it was fucking they shit win? basketball. They did, only because New Orleans shit down their leg. New Orleans had a lead in the fourth uh, quarter and this young team, turnover, turnover, yeah. f- fucking gone. <laughs> but um, If I had a girlfriend, she'd kill she'd me. She'd kill me. <laughs> um, all these pimple-faced fucking uh, teenagers on New Orleans. Um, so Capella's another one that I expect to get moved. Because if Woj is saying it, it's mm. pretty solid. Um, the other one's Aaron Gordon. Yeah, that makes sense. He's kind of... He stagnated big time yeah. this year. He had a pretty good year last year, and I thought he was on the cusp of big things. Uh, and then Johnny Isaac had a really good season before he got hurt. And then since he got hurt, I thought, well, here we go. Aaron Gordon will will show up, and he's done fuck all. Yeah, I think there's. I think he's Minnesota's just, asking about him. Apparently, that's a weird one for Minnesota. It's stupid, yeah. I don't really get that. Um, uh, he's still sexy in a lot of people's eyes because he's young. He's still only like 23, I think. He's yeah. been in the league when it's into his 19. So, he's been four years in. He's 23. Um, a decent two-way player, but I don't know. Is he? Yeah. he's He can be surprisingly good defensively. That kind of gets overlooked on him. Um, yeah. But inconsistent offensively. Um, again, guys that we've mentioned prior, uh, guys to what... I think there's going to be a lot of mid-level talent get moved, Mash. Mm-hmm. I think guys like Rob Kov... We've said before, like Jay Crowder, um, Jay, uh, JJ Redick. I mean, yeah. He's well, a prime he, example. He just, he just has his bag packed. Yeah. yeah. Just ready to go to yeah, a contender. I, I think so. Yeah. I think he's expecting a call by Wednesday. <laughs> hey, JJ, you're going to Milwaukee. Mil- oh. Yeah. Oh, oh I've, I've packed light cool. for uh, LA, but okay. <laughs> what ifs? I'll, uh, I'll, I'll throw out all that sunscreen <laughs> and the tanning oil. Oh, GTs. Poor yeah. JJ. Yeah. You know who I still made a comeback this week? Who? Dion Waiters. Where? where? For, for Miami. So Did you actually play? Yeah. So they, they've been like rocked by injury. They've got fucking yeah. heaps of dudes out. And I was watching, I can't remember who Miami were playing. And they ended up winning that game. And um, I saw this fucking little tubby dude run out. I'm like, who's this fat fuck? Is that Raymond Felton? It, that's what <laughs> That was my next line. That's exactly oh, what I was really? going to say. I actually thought, like, fuck, did Miami sign Raymond Felton? How is fat fuck Felton still in the league? Um, and it was Dion Waiters. And Dion hasn't changed, let me tell you. He got out there and he thought, fuck, I haven't played all year. My coach hates me. My organization hates me. They're obviously only playing me, one, because there's no one else to play. Yeah. And two, they want to try and showcase me for a trade. Yeah. Every time he touched the ball, man, he fucking Boom. jacked it. There was, there was times there where he looked off Jimmy Butler and fucking jack like dub- like a, a double team jump shot and a fucking clang and I'm like Dion, that's my boy. He's back. Oh, He's back. Fucking hell. So Capella's yeah, he must have just re-upped because he's 16 mil this year. I think he gets paid through 22, 23. Yeah, I thought they re-upped him. Yeah, you're I right. thought he might have had an expiring next year, but he's still got three years to run oh. on that. He's he, you know, a lot of centers these days. People are saying the trend is for everyone to be able to shoot a three-point shot. But everything goes in cycles. And I think we're even starting to see now that if you can have a low-post presence against those three-point shooting teams, you can beat them. Yeah. So I anticipate the next five to ten years, we're going to see a lot of dominant low-post play again because the league goes in cycles. Everyone will start to figure out. And we've noticed Harden had a big game today, but Harden had a stretch the last couple of weeks where he was fucking shit. Yeah. And that was partly because he was missing shots. But secondly, people are just running traps at him now. Yep. That they used to let let him dribble up, the, a screen would come, screen and roll, he'd get switched or he'd just fucking curl and go to the basket. Mm. Now, 
whoever's defending that that guy setting the pick, they just stay stay on him. So he gets over halfway, pick comes, two dudes on him. Just trap. He has to pass the ball or jack up shit. So they're almost figuring him out. I don't want to say they have because he had a big game today, but yeah. a lot of teams that are smart are playing him that way. And we even saw it with Golden State somewhat that people are starting to figure out how they play. Um, so Clint Capella is a perfect center for both types of play. He can pick and he, he can set a really good pick for a three-point shooting team. Or if you want a presence down low and want to slow down a little bit, he's a good center for that too. Yeah. Um, I think he still has value. I'm surprised that Houston want to fuck him off so bad. I don't know why. I think it's a salary dump more than anything. Has he fucked someone's misses? Oh, they just off him. Well, no, traditionally, if you get traded, someone fucked your misses. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. Well, they didn't have it with Jimmy. Yeah, yeah. yeah he, he got traded, yeah. Oh, oh God. Jimmy. Jimmy. Who's misses did he pork? Cats. Cats, that's yeah. right. Yeah. Cats are a little bitch, though. Yeah, he's, yeah he is. He's he doesn't, he's not old enough to know what love is. That's, <laughs> a, that's how I justify it. <laughs> yeah, exactly right. Jimmy, you fuck my missus. Jimmy, try and teach your missus. You don't even know what love is, yeah. son. Jimmy can fuck who he wants. You let you let Jimmy educate you. <laughs> Did you educate? No, you fuck. You <laughs> shut the fuck up. Yeah, oh, yeah, Jimmy would fuck Jimmy, him. leave. Jimmy, Jimmy would leave. own him. Oh. Who, who else is rumoured? Uh, who else is rumoured is... Oh, I've lost the page. Someone's going to make one up. Uh, Ricky, Ricky Rubio. Uh, no? <laughs> no, he's not. No? No? That's the first name that came to my head. Oh, because you, you said Rose before. I did say Rose. Yeah. Derek Rose before. So while you find that page, <coughs> Derek, um, those per 36 splits, like everyone keeps saying about, uh, yeah. as good if not better than his MVP season. Looking back at that, it's funny how... I must have went along with that media narrative. I thought the year one MVP, I'm like, fuck yeah, he deserved that. But then when I look back at his stats and I see other stats from guys around the league in that same year. It was a Nash award, wasn't it? It was a real... a Nash-ish. real. Because back then, prior injury, Derek Rose was... I guess his personality was a lot like Lillard. A real kind of loyal, hardworking dude. Humble, mm. wasn't flashy was a good interviewer because he just he wasn't an arrogant jerk. And I yeah. think a lot of the press who start that narrative and, and have votes with the MVP, they fucking liked him and thought, you know, this kid's going good. Chicago are good again. Let's give him the MVP. And I was all for it back then. I thought, yeah, fuck, he deserves that. And then when you brought up that stat the other day about his numbers now being as good as they were per 36. Yeah, yeah. Um, so I went back and had a look and I'm like, yeah, he, he had... There were several dudes in the league that were playing, well... <laughs> Statistically better than him. Yeah. You know, it was a feel good story giving one kind of like the national one. Yeah. yeah. Um, so, what they're talking about, the Pistons are open to discussing deals for Derek Rose. Oh, fuck. If you're, of course, of course you are. Of course you are. Um, oh, that died in the water. <laughs> yeah. That was a bit of, that was a, bit of a, uh, a. Well, I heard um, the Sixers want to chase him, Lakers want to chase him. Sixers are a weird one. Sixers are. Because he's not a great three point shooter. And you've already got a point guard that doesn't like to shoot doesn't threes. Doesn't shoot threes, yeah. So, Unless he's sitting like a nine man. Uh, that's weird. I think the Sixers at the moment, especially with Jay Rich out, um, they have got major regret in letting JJ Reddick go. Oh, yeah. They would have major regret with that. Um, I wouldn't be surprised they try and get him back. So he's the type of player they need. Or Dougie McDermott from fucking Dougie Indiana. Mack. Uh, he's another of well, these mid-level fucking... Well, he's not even mid-level. These under-the-radar dudes mm. that would be a good piece for a championship contender. Rob Cov. Rob Cov's another one. Is there yeah. any rumours on him? Yeah, 76ers. And Rockets. Yeah, Rock. See, he he is the prototypical Rockets player. He's six foot seven or eight, shoots mm. threes, gets in the passing lanes, and... 
they could throw him in at centre because they fucking started six five. Was like PJ day. Tucker, but less injured. Yeah, yeah, younger. And not, not, as, not as good as shoes collection. No, better better shooter. PJ's yep. okay from the corners, but you get PJ. Yeah, yeah the f- PJ dominates the corners. Yeah, man. Every yeah. shot chart. Yep. And Price that's all percentage. he shoots. Yeah. He, he, I've never, I rarely see him shoot from the 45. He never attacks the basket. He just fucking camps in that corner. Just wait. Makes a nice little fucking pot of tea yeah. and just waits for the fucking ball to come out. How, how good would your training be? Just your individuals. Yep. You want to do some ball healing? No. No. Mike D'Antoni's <laughs> like, the PJ, get the fuck in the corner. I don't care what shoes you've got to stand yeah. in that fucking Just corner. 500 shots each corner, please. Master that shot, you little... Coach, I give you 502. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, Rob, Rob Kopp to Rockets. That's a that's a massive Rockets play. Oh. I could see them going for that. What about Bog Bog? Bog Bog to Clippers has been rumoured. I think... Sacra- okay, Sacramento are a fucking absolute dumpster fire at the moment. They've yeah. got a roster of really good talent. They should be where OKC is at the moment. Um, I think it shows that Luke Walton is a shit coach. Yep. He has got them playing a really fucking weird style of basketball. It doesn't... And we've... Again, I keep saying this, but we've said before on, on the podcast that a good coach in our eyes is someone that works to the strengths of the roster you've got. Yeah, no, your troops. He doesn't. Luke Walton's gone in there and thought, thought, I'm going to fucking, because he had success as an assistant for the Warriors, I'm going to run a Warriors-style offense. You don't have a fucking Steph Curry. You've got a Clay Thompson with Buddy Heald. Mm. De'Aaron Fox isn't Steph Curry. His strength is attacking the basket, not not floating around the fucking three-point line. Um, They've had injuries with Bagley being out. He was meant to take a big step this year, but he's been hurt the whole time. I think they're going to have massive, and I already probably do, have massive regret on paying Harrison fucking Barnes so much fucking money. I don't, and why do franchises constantly pay? He must be the nicest guy on earth. Yeah. G'day, guys. How are you going? Oh, look, don't mean to trouble you, but could you give me 100 mil? <laughs> oh, you're a good egg, Harrison. Here you go, champ. He just fucking gets it wherever he goes. Dallas paid him 100 mil. Uh, like, uh. fucking unbelievable. So I think Bog Bog's... They would rather have Bog Bog long term than Harrison, but they're gonna have to fuck. They can't. They can't afford to sign Bog Bog. No. Which leads me to believe that some fucking good team is gonna swoop in there and grab him for nothing. Yeah. Probably the Lakers. Oh really? Yeah. What do they have here? Uh, Clippers. All Clippers. Yeah. Bog Bog and Rashawn Holmes for Jerome Shamal and Zubats. Yeah. Okay. Um, Zubak is a guy that is getting underplayed. Mm. He's um, he's he's a really good center, but they're enamored with going small as well. The Clippers and they play Montreal just as much time, if not yeah. more, than than Zubak. But um, I don't know. Yeah, look the the Kings might bite on that. There's enough upside with Shamal. Yeah. So yeah. what about Mike Conley going to Pistons? Don't for, know for Blake Griffin and Luke Kennard. Stupid, isn't it? Nah, I think that's. But I do think Canard, the, the Conley, the Conley experiment's over. Yeah, in Utah. Yeah, although I think they might hang on to him for this season. I think they might want to see him in a playoff environment where they can game plan. Oh yeah, okay. Because they've got Bog Bojbog has emerged as a, a legitimate twenty-point scorer for Utah to to complement. Mitchell, so they've got two scoring punches there, and then you've got defensive players like Gobert, Conley, who can lock down on a perimeter, mm-hmm. and there's a lot of good point guards in the West, so they probably would want to see how that 
shapes out. Yeah, okay, that's fair enough. But Luke Kennard is a very Utah Jazz player. (laughs) (laughs) He is, isn't he? For reasons I can't quite put my finger on. Don't really know why. Melanin. Yes, lack thereof. Kevin Love, he's not going anywhere. They can't get rid of him, I don't reckon, the Cavs. That's, and that's the... When I said before that I, I found it surprising the lack of legitimate rumours at this time of mm. year compared to previous seasons, is that talk about Kevin Love has gone quiet. Now, that could mean two things. One, that no one fucking wants him or yeah. Cleveland uh, can't move him or there is heaps of shit going on in the background. We just don't hear about it yet. Yeah, so okay. he could get he could be the blockbuster on on Wednesday or Thursday, um, but it's been weird. There was a lot of buzz about him coming into the season. Then he had that fucking tanny and abused yeah. the fucking GM. Since then, he's played really well, so it could be a showcase showcasing. Thing. Or and there was another statement coming out from him recently where he apologized and said, "You know what? I was a real jerk. I don't mind staying here. I actually really like being here." So okay. I don't know whether that's just lip service for the media. Yeah, don't know. But a lot of the talk, a lot of the chatter about Kevin Love has really died down. Um, I reckon Serge Ibaka was on the outer at Toronto. Not that they don't like him, but because he's expiring yep. and he could still bring back something. But with Gasol having now the second hamstring industry, yeah, um, injury, they need, they need him. So I don't think they'll move him. What's and he I, been averaging lately? Have you got him? Ibaka? Yeah. He's been killing it. Yeah, yeah. fuck. Yeah, he's been... Another he's guy been... drafted, just give up on him. Fucking... <laughs> he, um, he started off slow, though. I'll give you that. He yeah, started off man. slow. Yeah. Um, here's another trade I've seen a lot. When I say a lot, three or four times from three different places, three or four different places. Okay. Warford for McCollum. That's a weird one. Yeah, but I've seen it a lot, so it must be true. <laughs> or one person's just reading the same media all the time on four different pages. I've seen this. I've seen the same one um, from because yeah, we talk talk- about basketball a bit. We do a little bit. Yeah, yeah. Um, from a few different talking heads on Twitter, I've seen that one come up. Um, I don't the, get it. The reason why I don't get it would be we've already got with with the deal for Ariza. Portland's already got a good veteran mm. presence there. And again, to diverge, obviously um, Lillard going fucking crazy and averaging 50 points a game for the last two weeks has helped. Yeah, um, Portland are now 7-3 and only, I think, one game back from the eighth spot. So they are rolling, which is great news for me being a massive fan. Mm. But um, mm. they're a culture organization. So we, as Portland fans, had to live through the Jailblazer era, which was a lot of fun. And there's a lot of funny stories that come out of it, but it wasn't good for the organization. Um, so ever since then, they've gone, okay, we're going to have people of character, of really high standing character, good people, good locker room presence, which Horford is. Yeah. But apparently he's a bit of a bitch if he wants out of Philly. <laughs> does he want out, does he? Yeah, that's what they said. Oh, shit. Um, I didn't realize that. Um, but the thing is, McCollum and Lillard are just so tight. Yeah, the chemistry and they're rolling at the moment. You couldn't break that up. There was a because I'm obviously follow a lot of um, Blazers fan pages, and one of the beat writers from um, Portland, I can't remember his name, might be Hollinger, um, who's pretty plugged in with with Portland. Apparently, the players have gone to Olshay, the GM, and mm. said, um, "Put your laptop down for this week. We don't want any more changes. We're happy. We're rolling. We get Jack Collins, Zach Collins back soon. We get Nurkic back soon. That's going to give us our depth." We think we can make some noise if we make the eight or seven spot. We because the West is pretty wide open. Man. Yeah, there's none, no, no more Golden State juggernaut. The Lakers look vulnerable. Portland pumped them on fucking Kobe mm. Day. Um, the Clippers are. Constantly- oh, that pissed me off. That's the other thing I fucking hate about LeBron. He broke down that guy. I forget who was playing D on him. Oh, it was Ariza. Yeah, yeah. Dropped Step him. Back. Yeah, dropped him. 
and just rather than going for the layup or dunk, just took the arrogant open three, missed it, checked out. You, know, you watch that game tape for that, that as soon as he misses that, he doesn't cross the three point line no, either end. No, and salty. stays on that side of the court the whole time. And that's the pussification slash YouTube that's fucking disgusting. era. Because you know what? All those mixtapes where the, oh, yeah, you dropped him. Exactly. Oh, then you hit a three in his face. Oh, yeah. he went for one of those moves. Suck shit. Yeah. And we and fucking quit. We fucking pump. Yeah, because he's a pussy. Ugh. But I, I think, yeah, apparently all the players have gone and had like a players-only meeting and saying, we've got a Reza. The other thing is too with Portland at the moment, where I don't think they'll make a move is obviously culture-wise, but with all these injuries, um, a guy like Nasir Little has been playing a lot, which is their first-round pick this year. He's been playing really well. Um, Gary Trent Jr. and Anthony Simons are both playing really well. So I like the way Portland are, are coming about now. So I, I don't know if they'd move someone like that. Yeah. I agree. Um, last one. Oh, no, that's stupid, that one. What's that one? No, is this, let's break it down. Um, what is it? Warriors get Knox, Frankie Smokes, and Bobby Portis, and the Knicks get D'Angelo Russell. That seems like an underpay. Mm. I mean, if you're the Knicks, you're going to... If you're trying to put a dumpster fire out with another dumpster fire. Yeah. A smaller. He, he's not, not gonna... as well burning dumpster fire. Yeah. <laughs> He'll be able to score. And the mm. Knicks need people who can score, but Knicks need fucking everything. <laughs> That's right. And you're just getting fucking cheap. Oh, the Warriors would also receive a 2021 first round pick. Mm. See, Portis, yeah. is, Portis is going to be a journeyman fucking forward. He's going to be one of those dudes that when yeah. he retires, has paid for 12 teams. Yeah. Um, Kevin Knox, he has a lot of potential. He played really well last year. He has not been given opportunity this year because of RJ Barrett being drafted. Mm. He seems like the forgotten man in the Knicks. So that could be a real sly play by the Warriors to get someone who then blows up for another team. Fuck knows that's happened to me in fantasy heaps where I've drafted rookies or second-year players that I thought were going to go off. Held them for a year. They've been shit. I dropped them. And then the next dude that picks them up, they go off for. Yeah, generally pags. Yeah, yeah, generally pags. Yeah. so, oh, the idiot I mean, savant. The idiot savant. And the same with Frankie Smokes. Actually, Frankie Smokes, even though he can't shoot threes, he would fit in as a, a really good, logical heir apparent to Sean Livingston. Very yeah, similar. Right. Six foot six point guard, long, doesn't shoot threes, but steals, blocks, does all that kind of shit. He's French, though. Yeah, you can watch some Frenchies. Yeah, he's going to try and finger your misses. Um, Shouts out Tony Parker. What's up? <laughs> What's up, TP? <laughs> um, I, I thought Dennis Dennis Smith Jr. would be the one to go out of there. I don't think anyone wants him. No, oh, I have not seen such an, a quick fall from grace. It was it's horrible, only his second it? year, man. Yeah, like last year was like he played some fucking big games for Dallas last year. Played out, played really well. Fuck, man, what a what an absolute and it, he's basically washed out and it's his second season. I um, wonder how how he sleeps at night. Oh, probably quite comfortably with all that money he's getting. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Fuck him. Fuck yeah. him. Great. Oh, here's a stupid Great one. dunker, though, Dennis Smith Jr. Great the Nuggets dunker. get Robkov, and the Wolves get Jeremy Grant, Michael Porter Jr., and future first-round picks. That's fucking ridiculous. That no stupid. You've lost all credit. This this is the name of the guy who does it. Alex Sainz. Sainz. NBA trade rumors. Seven deals that should happen at the deadline. That's fucking ridiculous. You're fucking... That is oh, fucking ridiculous. That's just stupid. You ran out of ideas. Number six is what you did. This yeah, is number seven. <laughs> exactly, yeah. <laughs> uh, this one. Oh, uh, this one. No fucking way. The Nuggets. They're I mean, not giving up MPJ. There's two untouchables on the Nuggets. Yeah. 
Jokic and 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 Porter Jr. They're yep. the two untouchables. Future Hoff. Um, like we said, and you picked him up in fantasy too. Give Michael Porter. He's just got the he's got the look of a star. Mm. He, he is just he gets buckets. He, he rebounds well. He, he plays he plays better defensively than I gave him credit for too. He's actually a decent defender. He'll be an all star in a few years. There's no fucking way they're going to get rid of him. A more logical one there would be getting Rob Cov. I, I don't reckon they want to get rid of Jeremy Grant either. They've signed him as, no. as a replacement for Paul Millsap, who I think Millsap's hit the wall now. He has barely played this year. Age has finally caught up to him. So he, he'll be gone this offseason, if not before. So I think something like Gary Harris and, I don't know, one Huncho Gomez... One and then go man. One and go man. Makes the best burrito this side of the border. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But see, Rob Cole would be really good in, in Denver, mm. and they got the pieces to get him. It's not a stretch to think they wouldn't get him, but no way they give up fucking Michael Porter Jr. That's stupid. Let's <laughs> just read through the comments on this fuckwit. Do they kill him on it? Uh, the suggested Nuggets T Wolves trade is asinine. Absolutely ridiculous. <laughs> asinine. Yeah. Imagine saying that to someone. That's, yeah. that's scathing. Yeah, this guy's serious. That is scathing. Um, Tim Taylor says this is a garbage article. <laughs> <laughs> we should get Tim uh, Taylor on the uh, on the podcast. Daniel Patrick Leake says writer definitely smoked meth before writing and then submitting this article. <laughs> Adam That's Weber said, Nuggets would laugh at that trade. Those two are basically untouchable, and Grant has played nice and likes to play with Jokic. Oh, okay. There you go. That's actually a logical explanation. The smoke yeah. meth one's a lazy insult. It's <laughs> yeah. always become like the new yeah. OK Boomer. Yeah, you know? <laughs> yeah exactly. Yeah, yeah. Oh, did you smoke pipe before you fucking did this? Uh, Romeo Sandoval comes just straight out. I don't think any of these trades will happen. <laughs> That's good call, Sam Romeo. Uh, blunt and to the point. I should yeah. have read this before I even read these out. No, it's good, man. Hey. The Denver trade is dumb as hell. No way on earth would they, or should they, include Porter for Covington. This is laughable. These are all very respectful, actually. Yeah. There's no... Yeah. I would have been yeah. a lot more um, coarse in my response. <laughs> yeah. Oh, oh, okay. All right. Uh, recipe. Give me oh, a recipe. Oh, no. You've come out blank. No, have no, you got one? I've got one. Oh, good. You know uh, kombucha? I know kombucha. You know kombucha? Yeah, he's the guy. <laughs> yeah, I, know, I know the drink kombucha. Kombucha, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So ferment, fermented ginger and all that kind of yeah. stuff. I'm going to put some dicks in that. Oh, sweet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And what I wanted to do, I want, I want the actual, I'm going to get some. <laughs> I I actually, I'm I, not editing this thing. I, 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 I think you go, we're not changing I, it. I didn't think this way. Yes, you did. <laughs> You gotta find some petite dicks. Petite dicks. Okay, yeah, yeah. Several. So they fit in the little bottles. Yeah. So when you're drinking it, you iPod should... Factory, that's where I'd go. Why there? Because <laughs> that's where the petite dicks are. Tiny hands. Okay. You know. Oh. Yeah. I was going on the Asian skew, then yeah, I went yeah. young. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, no. You know, what have you done? Oh you brought great um, shame to the right, dick so, segment. So what we've got this we've got a recipe. fucked up kombucha <laughs> with some petite <laughs> dicks in there. Either <laughs> you, How dare you? You decide where you get petite dicks How from. How dare you make my dick recipe you can segment? Source them. <laughs> How dare you make my dick recipe segment so fucking crass? I'm sorry. That is just, sorry. this is a fucking classy, really... classy fucking cannibalistic <laughs> dick eating fucking segment. <laughs> I've really brought this down a notch. But yeah, dick. Who uh, knew there was more notches to go? Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> so uh, sip so on that petite dicks. And dicks. Oh, is yeah. that what you're saying? Yeah, that's that, it. That, that's it. I just want them floating in the bottle as you drink it. Oh, yeah. I thought you meant like before you bottle it so it no. gets fermented with it. Oh, yeah. Are you talking about more like you a, around. a lemon on your on Yeah, your like corona. a Corona. Yeah, exactly. You just like put uh, your little dicks in there and then you've got dick-flavoured uh, kombucha. Oh, okay. Yeah. All right. 
All right, suck a dick. Bye-bye now. Bye-bye. <laughs>